The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Matters. We are going to discuss my recent double. Yes, not the two in one day, but what people in the marathon world actually refer to as a double. Uh, Well, mainly Marathon Maniacs, my club. A double is basically one marathon on Saturday and one on Sunday on the same weekend. Um, In this case, mine were in Minnesota and South Dakota. I planned it that way because originally this all got tweaked around back in May. If you all remember, I was supposed to do uh, Maine on May 13th, I believe it was, but the there was a storm that hit New England that weekend, and the race director would not tell me if the race was going to get canceled. They decided that they were going to wait until 6 a.m. on that Sunday, so I was not going to drive 13 hours just to have it canceled and I had that Monday off so I ended up just wasting the registration fee and then I ended up going to the Louisville tournament instead that the uh, the Jackaroos won so that was that but because Maine ended up not happening that weekend I had to fit another race in, in uh, Maine and the only one available by the end of the year was on October 1st uh, Portland the Portland Marathon uh, Portland, Maine and I had promised my cousin that lives in Minneapolis that I was going to come see him again and I think this has been two years in a row or three that I promised him I was going to do the Twin Cities Marathon in October and every time something else comes up and I just I just can't do it So, uh, I was going to do Twin Cities, but then because of Portland, Maine being on the same weekend, I decided to find a different Minnesota race. And I was already planning on doing Sioux Falls, South Dakota on September 10th. And when I went to do Fargo, when I saw my cousin the first time, on May 19th, that very next weekend after the tournament. At the expo, they had this 
Dick Beardsley Marathon that is in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. It's about 30 miles away from Fargo, but it's about a three-hour drive from Minneapolis heading towards Fargo. And then, well, I figured I can do both of them, make it a double. All I have to do is fly Columbus, Minneapolis via Delta Direct and rent a car and then just drive to Detroit Lakes, stay with my cousin on Friday night, drive to Detroit Lakes, and then drive down to South Dakota on Sunday and then drive back up to Minneapolis and then fly home. Perfect. No, no issues. I found out this weekend, apparently that's what the maniacs refer to as an easy double. Uh, it refers to the closeness and the logistic easiness of the both both races, not the actual uh, difficulty of the course, which I did not know that. I was always assuming that it was based on the difficulty of the course. Now, Detroit Lakes, that one, you run around Detroit Lake, which is this giant-ass lake they have. Um, you run around it one way, 13.1, then you turn around and go back, another 13.1 to make it a full marathon. So, I took Friday off work the 8th because it was the only way I could get the flight I wanted and then come back Sunday night. Uh, Knowing that I probably was going to have to tell Gotham Soccer League that, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. Uh, No big deal. My boss hired some other assistants, so... Yeah, doing a marathon a weekend, yeah, that takes away from being able to play slash ref slash manage the field on Sunday. Anywho, so I flew on Friday, and this was my first time using the airport parking lot, the long-term parking at Columbus International. Not bad, actually. 24 hours, you park in a blue lot, and then you uh, take the shuttle over. Not too shabby. Uh, it's nine bucks a day, so that's actually not bad. Uh, it's like, I, basically, it came down to why why am I taking Ubers back and forth if it's basically the same price? Like last time, Uber cost me twenty bucks there and then twenty back. That's forty dollars. This is gonna cost me twenty seven at the most because it's three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah. Even if, say, I get there after midnight and they charge me for Monday, it's still 36 It's $4 cheaper. So, flew direct to Minneapolis. Got there around 1.30 in the afternoon. Went to get the, get the car. And there's a Starbucks right there. Um, I went to see if they had a mug for Minnesota. They did. Well... It was called Twin Cities, so they had the Twin Cities Starbucks mug. I asked Queenie if she wanted one. She goes, no, no, it's okay. I'm having too many. Okay. Whatever. Um, went to get the car, the Kia Forte. They Actually, they were going to give me a different car first, but when they gave me the car, the car had no gas in it. It was on E. And the guy, the Somali guy, just gave me a different car, Kia Forte. I'm like, okay, cool. Saw my cousin. Um... My cousin and his wife and some friends were going to go to a YouTube concert uh, that night. So I basically hung out with the kids, uh, went to bed early, 
uh, we were exchanging some, uh, their grandparent, their, 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 uh, granddad, my uncle, uh, Keto stories, and, um, basically, we were, um, talking back and forth, who knew what, uh, did you hear this story, did you know he was a federale, I'm like, uh, no, but, I, I mean, I did, but I didn't hear any federale stories, and so they told me some, it was, uh, nice, nice bonding experience, uh, so, uh, went to bed early, woke up, drove three hours, uh, to the Troy Lakes, get my, they had race day packet pickup, that's the other thing that's, that's convenient, uh, so I can just pick up the packet that race morning, did the race, I actually assumed there was a six hour time limit, turns out there was seven, I could have walked it, uh, but I, I didn't know, so I went too fast the first half, and the five-hour pacer passed me at mile 12, so I was kind of freaking out that I wasn't going fast, but it felt like I was, so, but then it turns out I was, and then I decided to slow down a little bit to conserve my, my legs and my heel for Sunday's race in South Dakota. Now, the heel wasn't really, hasn't really been bothering me with the new diet. The new diet uh, is helping, I guess, with the inflammation and everything. I, I even went to practice Thursday, and, and I played very well. So, no pain afterwards. I was actually kind of surprised. Um, the shoes I bought, uh, if you remember, I bought three pairs for 140 bucks. One pair of Asics, two pair of Filos. One of the Filos is literally falling apart. And it's had... it's. I literally have done two marathons with it. It's ridiculous. Asics last forever. Um, I used a different pair of the other pair of Filos for Sunday's race. But those are... I, I mean, they're still too tight. So I have to like loose them up a little bit. Oh, well. So, uh... Finish the Detroit Lakes race. The Dick Beersley medal actually looked kind of cool. It spins. Yay. Then I had to drive four and a half hours to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Which is in the... If you're looking at the map, it's in the bottom right corner. So, like, the southeast corner of South Dakota. The part that touches Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Then I was all the way to the top by Fargo, so I had to take I-29 all the way down, there is nothing between Fargo and when you get to Sioux Falls, like literally nothing on the freeway, most exits don't even have gas stations, I saw more cattle on the side of the road than people. And I-29 was under construction for most of it. I don't know why, because nobody was working on it. Uh, it turns out I was told that they uh, spent every two years, like, a summer fixing it because of the snow. It damages the roads. But nobody's doing anything. And, and supposedly it takes them all summer. Um, summer's almost over, and you guys are not even done. So, what's up with that? I almost fell asleep and almost hit a cone in one of those switching lanes fiascos. Uh, got, I, well, I had to get there fast to Sioux Falls because packet pickup ended at 7. And I got done, uh, changed and everything with the race in Detroit Lakes. 
around 1, 2 in the afternoon. Plus, stopping for gas, stopping to get food, you know, you want to get there as quickly as possible. I actually made it in way faster time. Luckily, South Dakota has 80 miles an hour on the freeway, so I did 85 the whole way down. Pretty, pretty sweet. And uh, got the packet pickup on time. Nothing fancy in the expo. They have some, it's called the Premier Center. It's some kind of convention center. Um, nobody plays there, but it's like an arena where they have concerts and WWE comes there every once in a while. I think they just came September 5th there. Anyways, uh, so got my bib. Again, no nine on the bib. Oh, well. But you start and finish there, so it's kind of nice because in case it rains, you, you know, you're indoors. Or if it's cold, you're indoors. And I, I didn't get that much sleep the night before, because even though I went to bed early-ish. By early-ish, I mean nine. Uh, I had to wake up at two uh, to drive to Detroit Lakes, because packet pickup was between 5.30 and 6.30. But on Saturday, on Saturday when I got to Sioux Falls Expo, nothing, nothing major. They have this this thing called Shields, is S C H E E L S. It's a sporting goods store, like Dicks. Um, they were giving away free stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna use that. So they had a banner, and I wrote, you know, where there's packages in the way on it. They're gonna showcase it in one of their stores uh, downtown Sioux Falls. Again. No tall buildings in Sioux, in Sioux Falls. Like, nothing was there. Like, I think the tallest building is the courthouse. Uh, we actually ran uh, around it and then past the falls of the Big Sioux River and then the trails. That was actually the course. Um, so, after the expo, I went to get, I went to check into the hotel. Uh, got food first. I ate at Chili's. I had a decent pasta dinner, you know, loud pasta at least, because of my running. Thank you, Roma, for allowing such discrepancies of all these all these marathons I have. Um, then went to actually laid down, went to bed kind of early, uh, watched the OSU, part of the OSU Oklahoma game, but then fell asleep around 8 and uh, woke up at 5 a.m. Got changed, ready to go and then uh, got to the arena by 6-ish six, and the race actually, oh, well, actually it was, it was not supposed to rain. It was supposed to be cloudy but it was raining when I woke up and then I was hoping there was not going to be any rain during the race but then the rain came with some lightning and thunder so they actually delayed the race about 20 minutes. Uh, we were supposed to start at 6.30. We started close to 6.50. Still a six and a half hour time limit. No big deal. Uh, we... We... Uh, we... Left the arena on our way. It took me about six hours. Because again, second leg of a back-to-back. You gotta go either... You gotta analyze which one's the one the best time limit, and then either coast that one, and then go fast, or go fast and then coast. It just it just depends on the scenario. But that medal 
done. That middle is cool. Uh, except for the fact that it is orange. I don't know why everybody wants to make orange medals nowadays. Uh, both... Both uh, race shirts were actually decent for once. Sioux Falls had a uh, longer sleeve, kind of a zip-up thing as their medal. Uh, but yeah, decent, decent double. Met, met uh, some guy Alex uh, Davidson. He's, I think, the ambassador in New York. He said uh, he's a maniac. He he saw me finish. Apparently, this dude's been stalking me on uh, on on the maniac page because I did not know that when it lists the numbers, you should be able to see on the right side of the page the name of the people who are doing the same marathon you are. Now, it just gives you a number. But I didn't know that if you click the number, it told you who who ran what, who's doing what race. And supposedly, he's Chicano, born in the U.S., but Mexican heritage. I told him how I was trying to be the first Mexican to... Uh, run in all 50 states. He was like, well, you live in Ohio. I'm like, yeah, but I have Mexican citizenship. There's no members from Ohio. I mean, from Mexico. And let alone anybody who's ran in 50 states. He goes, well, why don't you you join now? I'm like, because I don't want to jinx myself. Well, they don't want people to join last minute. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm sorry. And then he mentioned that if you join within 12 months of getting to 50 you have to pay for your own award i'm like okay um what am i gonna do get to 50 and then wait two years to get the award no i mean if i have to do that i have to do that okay oh it's only 10 bucks i'm like i get that it's only 10 bucks but i don't want to jinx myself i'm very superstitious if i get to by the end of this year that's a different story i'll be closer right now i'm at 38 i don't even deem this remotely close And now, uh, next race is Nebraska, and that, mm, it's up in the air. I haven't decided if I'm doing the one on the 17th of September or the one on the 24th. Uh, logistically, the 17th is better, but um, it's in between paychecks, and I'm sore from the other two that I just did, and, uh, you know, the two in one day, and then these two. So it's kind of... I don't know. May, I may have to do the one on the 24th, the Heartland. Again, both are in Omaha anyways. But the Omaha one, I may have to sign up late. And there'll be another back-to-back because I'm already committed to doing Akron for work. So we'll have to see how that goes. But anyways, um, that's that. Now, a few notes about Minnesota and South Dakota. And with the recent weather things that have been going on, I've always said, you know, like to me, New York City is my favorite city. I would totally move to New York City if I could afford it. But as far as other places to live in the U.S., aside from Ohio... Like I'm, I'm a more of a city person, so that's that's one thing I have to consider. Also, um, I don't 
like natural disasters. Okay? And it's just like, how would I rather die? Is basically what I ask myself. Florida, too many hurricanes. I would not want to live in Florida at all because of that reason. Uh, the Midwest with Tornado Alley, no thank you. And now with what's going on with Trump and North Korea and the, possible of, the possibility of nuclear war, um, California, Oregon, and, and basically Washington are all within striking range of the missiles. So, I mean, I would take Seattle of those other two, but I don't know. I mean, California's already got earthquakes to deal with, so that's another issue there. Um, I don't, I'd rather be cold than too hot, so all the southern states are out. I, I mean, they're dry heat as opposed to humidity, but still. So, I mean, I guess staying in Ohio or going to a state where, like I said, ho- oh, Hawaii has volcanoes, so n- no. Um, like I said, no earthquakes, no volcanoes, no, uh, no hurricanes, no tornadoes. If I had to die, I'd much rather die frozen to death. So that leaves basically Chicago. I mean, they have tea storms, but that's about, that's no big deal. Um, I, I wouldn't mind living in Minnesota, Minneapolis though, not middle of nowhere in the prairies. Um, Fargo, probably not. And then South Dakota just has nothing. So, I mean, I'm sorry, South Dakota, but aside from a high speed limit and basically Mount Rushmore, which I wanted to see, but Mount Rushmore is like on the other side of South Dakota. It's a five hour drive. If I had more vacation time, I would have made it a trip to go see it before flying back, but sorry. That's actually why the DX wedding was kind of like inconvenient. Diggs winning too, as I mentioned before, because it was last minute and I technically could have planned it. But no, I had to take PTO days because somebody wanted to get married. Uh, so yeah, no, I could, I could definitely see Minnesota ahead of, by far, ahead of South Dakota. I would say South Dakota, mm, it's, mm, it's borderline making my list of worst states. Definitely, definitely up there. Fargo and North Dakota. I haven't been to the rest of North Dakota, but I, Fargo was was I. It was I. Uh, nothing too depressing about it. Um, it's not Montana. Montana made the list. Alaska, mm, Anchorage. Well, I mean. I wouldn't want to live there necessarily, but it didn't make the list. Oh, it didn't make the list. I'll allow it. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely, I can see myself living in Minneapolis. Uh, but definitely New York, unless, you know, they have some, some weird storms and hurricanes that can hit New York, as we've seen with Sandy. But you're more likely to be protected because if you live in a tall building, then the Hurricane's not going to knock down the fucking building, okay? Uh, same thing with Boston. I mean, I can see myself living there. Storms are not that bad. Uh, Chicago, yeah. But around that area. So, like, Illinois, I can see myself there. Definitely, I mean, I could probably stay in Ohio. Actually, my uh, my 
my boss, uh, my manager, wanted to. Uh, we were looking up uh, schools in Ohio. She would she would love if I went to the University of Akron Law School. Uh, they have a night program at Pamley. I could even stay with with my my current job. Wouldn't that just be lovely for them? There, yeah, just have me work up in Akron. Mm, don't know about that. Although Akron loves my firm, so because it's based in Akron, so technically letters of recommendation would be ideal for that scenario. So, um, yeah, I could definitely. I definitely enjoy have enjoyed my my trips to to Minneapolis, uh, but I get sadly I'm no longer a Vikings fan. You know, too bad, so sad, and it's all freaking the Vikings' fault anyways because they got three strikes, the '99 championship game, that was strike one. Brett Favre was our quarterback, strike two, and costing me my matchup against Cato in the semifinals of the first year of the Ferrier Fantasy Football League. That was strike three, and you're out. Now the Giants, they're they're Tom Brady, the GOAT's kryptonite, so I'm okay with that. Uh, I actually flew back. So the Delta flight I took, I took back from uh, Minneapolis, left at 8.30. With the time difference, lands at 11.30. Got, back, got to the car, so around midnight I got home. Just missed the end of the... Um, the Giants-Cowboys game. But hey, it is what it is. It comes to the territory of trying to be the first Mexican to do all 50 states. Well, hey, um, that is basically all we have for this episode. Uh, it is just, it was just about the two races. So, um, We'll obviously discuss in other podcasts all the recent happenings. But definitely check us out, as always, on SoundCloud. You know, Next to My Matters, so all episodes are on there. Uh, even the ones uh, with Alex and Mike's Cabana, you guys can go back and check those out. Some of you have, some some haven't. Uh, we're on iTunes, as always. Uh, you know, on Twitter, at SuperAssholeMex. On Facebook, Alex Farr, a.k.a. The Mexican. Snapchat, Supermex. YouTube, Supermex. Check us out. Send comments, pictures, anything you want us to discuss. I did promise a Q&A, so we may do that soon. Uh, we just need a lot more questions than the first couple I've received. But that is the plan. Well, as always, as you've seen, you know, Mexi, how do you do two in one day and then two in two, in two days? That's insane. Whether it's a Mexican... There's a way, my friends. That's why I got the medals. And you guys do not. Alright, well, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.